Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 316 for the week of January 23rd, 2020. Hopefully that's enough energy for you. Ha ha. Ha ha. We are hyped up tonight, man. Woo woo. Woo. Whoop, whoop. I got Keith in the house, as you can hear. Hey now. I got Matt in the back of the house. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Thank you. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. So we are back. It is still 2020 for those of you who are still tuning in and listening. <laughs> no, it's 2021. For, you yeah. missed the whole year. For, for those of you who are still uh, writing 2019 on your checks and documents, stop yeah, doing I know, right? Exactly. So uh, Keith was just telling us uh, before we started recording that uh, his trip is coming up and he's going to be missing the Super Bowl because he is uh, flying down to Disney at that time. And I yes. didn't know that. And I even booked like his trip. I didn't even think of the date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really give me a lot of confidence, but no, I'm, um, I'm, I'm so bad with like, I mean, you, you could have been like booking like my, my birthday is February 21st. Right. And you could have been like, Oh yeah, I'm going February 21st. And it never would have even struck me that you're going on my birthday. Well, it, it didn't with me either. I booked our flights in October. I found some insanely cheap, like rates on spirit airlines. And it's like, so you uh, catch the spirit, huh? I hope so. That's all you catch. Yeah. I jumped on it. It was like a Sunday evening flight. It's in around like 10 o'clock. I figured it's cheap, so I don't care. And then like a month later, I saw like a schedule um, for the NFL. And I went, that date really sounds familiar. (laughs) It took me like a few days. And then I went, oh, crap. That's like Super Bowl Sunday. And, uh, of course, it starts at, like, like 6.30, um, which is the exact same time that we are boarding. So so it's like I don't even get to see it. the start of it. And by the times we get down there and busted over and so checked in, it will probably uh, be over with. But, but, hey, it's a trip to Disney. So, yeah. So, I'm yeah, not yeah. extremely mad about it. Because, like, when we were talking, I said... I've actually missed two Super Bowls. One I 100% missed, and that was the the Patriots when they came back and won, when they were down by like 300 points and came back and won. And I was <laughs> at Disney. And then... Sorry, Falcon fans. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it was awful. 
and then I'm glad I missed it. And the other time was uh, I was in Ireland, and you know I think I guess the game came on at like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night when we were there, and. I think I watched a little bit, and that was the one Bruce Springsteen did halftime. I don't remember who played in the game, but uh, I'm glad I, I missed it. It wasn't that big of a deal. How can you remember Bruce Springsteen, but you don't remember the... <laughs> well, because played. everybody made such a big deal because it was Bruce Springsteen. Who would make a big deal over Bruce Springsteen? Hello, I um, live in New Jersey. The entire state of New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to throw well, it over to Matt now. And we can stop talking Super Bowl. And Matt, you just sent us something. Why don't you tell me what it says? Oh, okay. Um, we have a. You <laughs> just went through puberty, folks. Right on the. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, I'm still hoping. Still hoping one day I'll get there. Yeah. Not happening. Uh, we had a five star review from yes. Mr. Murphy M. 2007. So thank you, Murphy M says, I have been listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk for a number of years. It is always enjoyable. Matt, I still miss Dixie Landing, is a great addition. Thank you. Sean needs to go. What? Well, you know. Where would I go? That's what he said. I'm just reading the review like you asked me to do. Or or maybe maybe I ad-libbed a little bit. uh, A lot of bit. (laughs) <laughs> As a long-time listener, I've always been able to count on the Enchanted Tiki Talk podcast to entertain me with lots of energy. Oh, <laughs> with I love lots it. of energy! <laughs> Next time we're going to get one. Man, calm down on the energy a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Ellen's on the show now? Where are we going? Oh. It's Ellen's Energy Adventure. Yes. All right. So I think that's all we got going on right now. Why don't we take a break and I'll send it over to Steve for some sane news. Steve, take it away. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance opened at Disneyland this past week to the roars of the crowd. It's also been suffering some moans of the crowd at both Disneyland and Disney World. We all know that the ride has suffered a number of breakdowns since it's opened at Hollywood Studios. This week at Disney World, it suffered a seven-hour opening delay. The theme park was scheduled to open at 7 a.m. Boarding groups were completely gone in the first few minutes, but it wasn't until seven hours later that the boarding groups were finally able to start getting onto the ride. There's been no official word from Disney on the reasons behind these large delays, nor any idea when these issues might be resolved. Starting in February, Citrico's at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa will undergo renovation in stages. The signature dining location will remain open during the update and will continue to accept reservations. Some new information on the new Harmonious Nighttime Show at Epcot coming later this year was out this week. This new show will be a celebration of Disney music and will show how Disney music inspires people around the globe. It will feature large floating set pieces, custom LED panel kites with special effects, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, and lasers. We now know that it will feature a total of five show-action barges that will form a compass, with one extra-large barge in the center and four surrounding it. Confirmed Disney characters being featured include Coco, Hercules, Pocahontas, and Moana. A trio of films debuted this past week at Epcot. 
Canada Far and Wide and Circle Vision 360 debuted in the Canada Pavilion. It updates the previous O Canada film with new scenes, a new musical score, and a new narration by award-winning actors Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. The film takes us on a tour of Canada's provinces from east to west, and it's a good travelogue, a successful one. When the 10-minute show was over, I felt the need to actually plan a vacation to Canada. The new movie, Awesome Planet, in the Land Pavilion, is a cross between a real estate tour and an, an environmental message. Narrator Ty Burrell is a perfect match for the film as he channels his character Phil Dumphy, the real estate agent from Modern Family. The 10-minute film starts out with a sales pitch, giving you a tour of the Earth. And as we end the tour of the Earth, Phil, well, he explains that there are a few problems with the old blue planet. It's here the environmental aspect of the show comes in, but in a very subtle way. The nature images are phenomenal. It's a very nice, easy film just to take a break and watch. The newest addition to the France Pavilion is the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, a 15-minute retelling of the animated tale with a bit of a twist. Angela Lansbury reprises her role as Mrs. Potts to narrate the real behind-the-scenes story of how Belle and the Beast found each other. It seems the real hero of the story, who worked in the background was to orchestrate the entire romance, it's LeFou. If you've never seen, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration at Hollywood Studios, well, you'll enjoy this show and you'll find it very charming. If you're a big fan of the Frozen sing-along, you'll be a bit disappointed. There's no live cast encouraging you to sing. The experience will depend totally on how the audience you're with participates. This is France, and a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. We are back from break here from our break with Steve and the news. Thank you, Steve, for the news this week. Uh, so... It might be getting a little late here in the Tiki Hut, but it's never too late for food. So this week we're no. going to talk about the things we want to try at the Festival of the Arts. I'm so hungry. <laughs> so this we diet's killing me slowly. <laughs> so this week we picked uh, each picked five food items and five drink items, and you could just listen to us pig out. Oink mm, oink. Where you can listen to a slobber on the keyboard as we imagine we're picking <laughs> yeah. out. Right. Mm, Festival of the Arts. Now, I didn't... There's some things I paired together, so it's not like I just did five foods and then five drinks. So oh, I did. Did you? Yes, yeah. I, I did like it, Keith. Did. Yeah, I mean, so it really doesn't matter. So I'm going to start with the person who I like the most. And, okay, uh, um, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can fight it out. Well, I mean, we know you're talking about yourself, so I mean... I wasn't, that actually, is this time. This time I wasn't. Go ahead, Matt. We all know that you're his favorite. I'm, the, I'm his favoriteist from North Carolina? Yep. <clears throat> all right, so the first thing that I went with, and I kind of went a little... Uh, I guess I won't take a, a gamble with this one. Um, got I'm going to know when to hold them, know yes. when to fold them. Exactly. It's a taco. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could make it a taco. 
Uh, but I'm going over to the Japan booth. And I think oh. it's pronounced Goshiki. Japan? Yes. And I'm doing the uh, Taiyaki, I think is how you pronounce it. It is, and I guess I'll dedicate this to Scott. It's a fish-shaped cake <laughs> stuffed <laughs> with a sweet red bean filling with green tea, chocolate, and whipped cream cheese for $5.75. It sounds good. Well, that's what I, I was kind of going off the beaten path. I wanted something that wasn't going to be the, you know, the, the normal thing that I would get. Right, yeah. I would branch out and try something a little different. So it, it sounded good. It's it's also uh, kosher and I'm not it's sure. Shaped. Yeah, because you're Jewish. It's animal shaped. Well, I mean, you've got to get your, your protein in somehow, right? True. Yeah. I, I would try it. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It, it would. It sounded much more appetizing than the sushi donut they have there. So, yeah, that thing. Like, I'm not a fan of sushi anyway, but it's like eating sushi from like a food truck, like <laughs> a, a gas just, station. <laughs> like with you know the heat, it's outside. Are you sure? If the fish has been like you know like properly handled in a booth in a theme park, um, well, I, I think so. let, let's talk for a second. First of all, that's actually on my list. And I'm going to eat that, and yes. the it's not hot. They're having temperatures in like the 30s. They had to close the water park down, so it's a perfectly fine day to have some sushi. So <laughs> give it a week, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I saw the picture, man. It looked phenomenal. So basically, what it is, it's a donut shaped sushi. Which has got uh, salmon, tuna, shrimp, cucumber, sesame seed over a decorated plate of wasabi aioli, sriracha, and eel sauce, which is $8. And it's dining plan eligible. It looks good. I love sushi. Uh, I, we're going to try it because Connor loves sushi when we're down there. And at 8 bucks, that's a great snack option because we're also going to be doing the dining plan because we're pretty much doing character meals every day. So. It's a it's a good option, but also there I'm going to wash that down, and I'm going to go with the Naguri, Naguri Sake cocktail, which sounds really good. I didn't see a picture of it. It's uh, frozen Naguri Sake with um, Calpico accented with strawberry and finished with cotton candy for eight fifty. I mean, it sounds good. It's got to be tasty. I'm sure, it's a little bit sweet, but a little bit. It's got cotton candy in it, but it's finished <laughs> with cotton candy, so there's not going to be a lot of cotton candy. Well, you'll never know because it's going to disintegrate as soon as they put it in there. (laughs) But it sounds good. I mean, I think it would be one of those things where it's kind of, you walk by somebody's like, oh, look, what's that? Right. You know, other than that, I saw it and it, yeah, just, it's not something I would, I would try. I think it's more one of those, I I think with the Festival of the Arts is that it's more geared towards the Instagram society. Yeah. Than anything else with festival presentation. Arts. Yeah, that's yeah. the big deal. So right. uh, that's what I want to see. Actually, I'm looking forward to going down there. I, I wish I was there for the festival. The arts. Actually, I'm not going to be there. I forgot. We're going to be there for food and wine. But I would love to just go around and look at everything and and see how it's presented. A lot of times, it's just like any other place. What you get is not what the picture is on the sign. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Desserts and stuff are pretty good for the presentation. The savory stuff is kind of like a tit and miss presentation. But when there's a line of 50 people, I mean, it's hard to... Yeah, exactly. But um, 
So the first thing I had, I did actually tried this. In, this was either at Food and Wine last year. That's one of the festivals I had this at. It was, um, it's at Pop Eats Booth, Vesuvide uh, Chicken Roulade with apples and fresh sage. And it's topped with a brie fondue um, as well as a blueberry and beet gel over top of it. It was delicious. Um, it's only uh, $6.75, um, which is pretty good. Good deal. Um, it's a decent size portion. Um, it's really, really good. It it sounds good. I saw it and considered it for a little bit, and then went with a something different from that actual booth. So I'll get to that later. But it, it looked good, and I almost put it on my list. Yeah, I have a hard time. Like chicken is just something I don't like ordering chicken at a restaurant, just because it's something that we eat so much at home in different dishes it's like one of the last things i'll ever order when we go out so i mean while it looks good it's something i probably would never order right sense. all right matt that's what you got next oh that's what i forgot he forgot sean already had his um yeah. i'm actually i'll just follow suit with keith i'll go over to the pop eats booth and i did the almond frangipane cake layered with raspberry jam and belgian chocolate that, I would love to see a picture of that. I don't think I saw one for that one, but it does sound good. Yeah, I can't remember if they had a picture when I was looking or not, but just the you know the combination of the raspberry jam and the chocolate, right. you know, I, I, the cake might be good. I don't care, but the raspberry jam and right. chocolate had me so. Yeah, it's a great combo. <laughs> We've been jammed. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one man who would dare give me the raspberry. Lone Star. Lone Star. Is. <laughs> no, that does sound good. I try to not do like ton of sweet stuff. Um, just I'd rather get the savory stuff and try it. I did. I think I put one sweet thing on mine, but like people say, oh, it's like I'd rather eat chocolate, and I'd be like, I'd rather do like a dozen wings. Uh, like I've always been a savory person instead of a sweet one. I'm bold. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> mixed it up. The rest of my my list is going to be on the savory side, but um, I definitely could have gone through there and, and picked out five sweet, you know, dessert items that I'd have got too. So, right. Yeah. Speaking of sweet stuff, um, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, uh, yeah. This wasn't talking about you. No. Um, oh, you're talking about me. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I love it. No, no, I wasn't really talking about you either. Um, Decadent Delights booth. They have a white chocolate and purple sweet potato mousse that is topped with a caramel coconut with a maple meringue. Uh, and it is $6.50. I've seen tons of pictures of this thing. It just really uh, it looks good with the sweet potato. It kind of it's a vessel um, for the toppings to where it's not overly sweet. That's one that I'm sure that it's my wife and I will share and probably um, have like dueling forks over um, the final bite of it. But I don't get the whole sharing thing at all, but uh, <laughs> it, it is on my list as well because I did see a picture of that, so I did put that on my list. But I'm also going to wash that down 
with the Breckenridge Vanilla Porter, and that was four fifty. Because I, anytime I, every time I get the Breckenridge Vanilla Porter on tap, I will buy it. So, uh, and I think they, those two are going to work well together. They should, yeah. yeah. That so, sounds good. Yeah. What you got, Matt? Uh, next thing I'm going to, I'm going to go to the artist's table. I'm doing the Beef Wellington with mushroom bordelais, fennel cream, and roasted baby vegetables. Mm. So there's, there's your savory side, Keith. Yeah, that sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, anytime that you can get a filet and not pay like 20 bucks for it, yeah, I mean, I would take that bet. Yeah, all day it long. was eight twenty-five. I mean, I don't know how how big of a portion it is. And again, kind of like Sean said, right now would be good for something like that. I don't know how well that would do in you know ninety degree heat, but right, uh, I, I still would try it. Yeah, it, it sounds good out of my list, but um, I would certainly try it. That's for sure. Alrighty, so um, this next one, I am heading to New Mexico booth. I'm not even um, going to attempt to say it. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's in Mexico. It is the agave caramelized pork belly with um, a pumpkin seed pesto with a lentil salad. They've had the the um, crispy pork belly before. Um, I'm extremely um, happy that they finally changed it. This just it sounds it's really good. Pumpkin seed pesto. Um, I am certainly going to try that the fall uh, with all of our pumpkins um, because that that sounds really good. Um, so um, I am excited about that one, and it, it is uh, seven dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, it was another one I saw and figured it would end up on somebody's list, so I kept <laughs> It's pork belly, man. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you know, I see pork belly and it's the, like a skunk to garbage, you know? It's just... uh, next on my list, I'm going to head over to the Freshman Port, and they have these lobster chips, which are house-made chips, lobster, with lobster bisque cheese sauce, pickled jalapenos, and a citrus cream for ten fifty. Mm. I saw a picture of it, and I just fell in love. And my belly was like, get in my belly! And <laughs> I want to have it. Yeah, they sounded good. I didn't see a picture, but they did sound good. Uh, I didn't put them on mine. I stayed with the actual booths. Um, but yeah, it would be... Uh, I, I would uh, I would be tempted to steal some from your... When you try them, so... Yeah, so I... He I doesn't share well. I don't. I... I didn't necessarily focus on the booths just because I was trying to pick some items that everybody else wouldn't pick. Right. And um, there was a couple that, that just happened to work out that way. Well, it's fine. It's, you know, it's temporarily. <laughs> and my wife um, would try that one. She's a huge fan of lobster. I probably would try it um, just to try it. Um, right. Because I'm assuming with uh, cheese sauce and everything. <laughs> For that stuff, that it and this would really taste good. good. All right, uh, next on my list, and unlike Keith, <clears throat> I'm going to try and pronounce this. I won't butcher <laughs> it, but I'm going to try. I'm going to the Italy booth, which is Larte di Main. I don't know. I forget it. Never mind. Um, Bob the booby booth. Yes, you know. that one too. <laughs> it's the Pollo Aya. 
Paradello. How's it's that? Chicken, folks. How's that yeah. for 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 Southern Italian? Uh, it's golden chicken drumsticks stuffed with ricotta cheese and pomodoro sauce for an even ten dollars. Sounds delicious. You know, once again, it's it's you know I mentioned the the chicken thing, but uh, it does sound delicious. It's it's one of those things that in a restaurant I might order, depending on where we go. So uh, I would try it. I would I would definitely take a bite off your leg there for your oh, breast. Okay. It's it's a drumstick, so it's definitely not a breast. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll hold <laughs> on to your breast while I'm taking a bite of the drumstick. <laughs> Alrighty, so moving yeah. on. Uh... <laughs> If they did that with like a boneless thigh, it'd be really, really good. The drumstick—it seems like a small portion. Like I know oh, it, it's a like a tasting plate, but if they did that with like a thigh, it'd probably be a whole lot better. But yeah, I was I was kind of wondering uh, with it being a drumstick, how much is actually stuffed because there's not much room to right, stuff yeah. into a drumstick. Yeah, no, not really. So it's probably just cheese and sauce on top of it. So. <laughs> I'm not sure if I was at like a weak moment when I saw this online, but uh, it is the peanut butter and jelly um, funnel cake sandwich. That's on my list too. I saw this thing. You sent that to like, us. I was like, oh, yes, please. Yeah, like, like it just looks so good. It does. At the moment. Um, so it, it's basically, um, it's peanut butter ice cream with, uh, a marshmallow cream that's in between, um, these two like funnel cake squares. And then, um, there's like a raspberry, um, jelly that's on top of it. And, uh, it just looks so good in that picture. Once again, with it being cooler temperatures, I think that it, yeah. We'd stick around a little bit longer. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's not just gonna instantly melt and run off your plate like in two seconds, right. um, like it did. I tried um, the churro sandwich one to the Magic Kingdom, and man, that was a mess. <laughs> that thing, it tasted good, but there was no like time frame to. Ge- Hit that thing down because it just instantaneously melted. <laughs> What's next for you, Matt? Uh, last thing I have for my food is over at the the Masterpiece Kitchen. It's uh, wild mushroom risotto, aged Parmesan, truffle shavings, and Ziffendale reduction. Mm. Sounds good, but I don't like mushrooms. Well, then I guess you won't be trying them on then, will you? <laughs> guess not. You can pick around them. <laughs> <laughs> now um it'd be interesting uh, to see um like how well risotto does like being held for that long yeah um it's usually you know it's one of those where you kind of have to make and serve it but i mean it sounds it's really really good though yeah, i can get that in the beef wellington i'd have a pretty good meal right there yeah oh yeah yeah, that that's an excellent like trash uh, <laughs> trash meal where you're uh, propped up on a trash can just going to town. Uh, for my uh, my final food one is over in Morocco. It is the spicy beef with pine nuts, dried cherries, 
and it is served with a hummus and pita chips for uh, like nine dollars. That sounds like like extremely um, like balanced with the spicy with <laughs> your cherries and with the hummus to kind of like, smooth out uh, his spicy beef. It sounds it's really really good. Yeah, I, I saw it and would try it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why I, I did add it to my list, but I would definitely try it. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, I'm going to do my last two food items. And one is at uh, Cuisine Classic. That is the seared corvina, which is like a sea bass with uh, braised ratatouille and lemon thyme beret blanc. Um, $7.50, which sounds delicious to me. Love to try it. And then the next one is over at Pop Eats, which is a shrimp ceviche with a lime mint foam. And that was Ooh, six cool. bucks. That foam is extremely popular these days. Yeah, it is. It's uh, extremely trendy. <laughs> All righty, Matt. Uh, let's uh, belly up to the bar and see what you got. All right. So I'm going to start off. I'm going over to the artist table and I don't know what all this consists of but it just said it had a chocolate and beer pairing flight mm. and chocolate and beer i'm assuming it's probably going to be uh Budweiser? maybe maybe uh, <clears throat> you read my mind budweiser and chocolate yeah, they, go to, <laughs> they go together like lemon tuna fish <laughs> like um, sushi and donuts yes <laughs> But yes, uh, chocolate and beer pairing from Artist Table is the first thing. Um, then I'm going to go over to the Deconstructed Dish. And this is another one I went way out in left field, so I figured I would try something different. It is the It says it's a deconstructed breakfast. I'm not sure how they got that. Uh, Twinnings Spiced Apple Chai Tea Shake with Cream Bourbon garnished with a waffle crisp and candied bacon. Ooh, I saw that. I, I was like... I need to put that on list. I need to put it on my list, and then I didn't make my list. But uh, it sounds great. Yeah, I'm. I'm not one of those that normally would drink chai tea, but you know, I figured if it's got bourbon and waffle cones and candied bacon, so sure, I'll give it a shot. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, at least it's not that swine brine stuff. <laughs> oh. uh, next up, I'm going over to the. Decadent Delights, and they have a Neapolitan beer flight, which consists of a strawberry blonde, a nitro vanilla porter, and a double chocolate stout. You get, um, I'm assuming, a small serving of each for $9.50. Right. Um, the stout and the porter, again, if it's right now, would be great. I've had both of them, they're good. Um, the blonde would be better for a warm day. Uh, next up, I'm going to the Hungry Artist. I think that's in Mexico. Um, the Diego Blackberry Margarita, which is agave tequila, blackberry puree, fresh jalapeno lime juice served with a black ant salt rim. I saw that one. Uh, it sounded good. It does but, sound uh, good. I chose another one from there, but yeah, that yeah, one. That- I was torn between the me. two. I'm, I'm glad you did that because I was torn between the two. And, <laughs> You're talking about um, the uh, the banana daiquiri? Yes. Yeah, yeah I went with yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, last drink I had at the France booth is the frozen French martini. I am uh-huh. not a, I, I'm not a martini guy at all, but I, this sounded pretty good. Uh, Grey Goose vodka, Chambord, pineapple, orange, and grape juice with the lemon-lime foam. 
I went with that as well. Pinkies up. Oh. <laughs> 14 bucks. Yeah, I mean, Pricey. well, that was 14 bucks. The margarita was 14.50, the beer flight was 9.50, the tea was 11 bucks and the chocolate and beer pairing was 12 bucks. So I, I dropped some coin just for yeah. for some drinks. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I started um, at the Pop Eats, and uh, it sounded kind of interesting. It's a rainbow sherbet glitter dream ale beer. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it tastes like. Assuming it tastes like sherbet, but uh, it's one thing that um, like I will try. Um, That's on my um, list, too. Of course, uh, we talked about the banana daiquiri. Um, it's rum with the puree, as well as uh, applejack. Uh, it's frozen for fourteen and a quarter. Uh, I stopped at Italy for um, a vodka rossini. Um, it's vodka with a strawberry um, um, puree with prosecco, um, which is like Italian champagne. And then the non-alcoholic one I did was. At Fife and Drum, a musical float. It's got a strawberry lemonade with a blue, this is raspberry slush, vanilla ice cream with um, a chocolate and varnish on it. It sounded interesting. I just want to try that one. And then um, I block in hands, which I'm not sure why it's called this. I block in hands, but anyhow, it is the. Arendelle Aqua Lemonade. Um, it's a frozen lemonade with uh, cotton candy and um, a shot of blackberry Old Smoky Moonshine. It sounds delicious. So that's my uh, like $50 in drinks for the day. <laughs> so the only one that I did not bring up is from the Painted Panda, and that is the Fortune Cookie, which has got a Baijiu Spirit Amaretto Coconut and pineapple for eleven bucks. It just sounds like a uh, interesting combination, and I would like to try it. With the boobly balls in that one? No, I don't think there was any oh. boobly balls. Oh. Um, so, am I the only one that that hears painted panda and thinks like it's a strip club? Uh, yes. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. Just want to make yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, you close it out now. All right. <laughs> so, on that note, um, that's gonna do it. They've got a hell of a buffet, though. (laughs) (laughs) First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can also leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes with high energy. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dolwick Daily. Uh, Instagram is mholly579 and Twitter is mattgoesdopey. I'll say a special thanks to Steve for the news this week. Make sure you check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. And Alan, it's all yours, my friend. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. 
Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.